Good morning. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits Radio. Joining me this morning is Mama Megs. Good morning, Mama Megs. Good morning. <laughs> is that you? That's me. It's so cool to hear it. Gosh, have you been on the show like three times or four times? I think four now. <laughs> this is the this is the fourth time. Okay, cool. Well, um, you were on with my son probably a month or so ago, and I like I just told you off air how amazing that was for me. Uh, Maggie and I met uh, 15 years ago in downtown Snohomish. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! And I just remember you playing at the coffee shop, and um, I started this Klahaya Day. No, it wasn't Klahaya Days. That's when you were playing, and I saw you, Klahaya Days. So I started a music festival called The Taste of Snohomish. Uh, you did some healing work with me, and then you were playing music. You went to Leavenworth. You started playing music there. So you've been playing music for quite a while, 15 years, mm-hmm. I guess. Or more. Mm-hmm. So then in uh, Leavenworth, what went on there? Um, I started playing as a solo artist uh, when I moved there um, in 2013. Um, you know, I got a job bartending and just like weaseled my way on stage to a couple places and then found a couple different guitars to play with and um, always had like high hopes of um, building a band. But uh, I, <laughs> I liked to party too much and my priorities were a little bit uh, out of whack, if you will. And um, yeah, so it took me a long time to get to where I am right now. But Leavenworth was definitely like a huge part of that. Like what a beautiful place to live in with beautiful people. Like I was super fortunate to spend seven years there. Um, and it really helped me connect to a lot of musical people which is something that, you know, this whole thing is all about, you know, it's not all about me. It's about connections and, you know, connecting with people and all that good stuff. So. Well, and two years ago I, I ran into you and we were talking and we thinking about doing a music festival. And um, I, I got this big hug from you when I was leaving, but you hugged me so tight and I just knew something wasn't all right. <laughs> and you went yeah. through some stuff and you decided to quit drinking. Yep, on uh, New Year's Day, actually, last year. So on January 2nd of two years, which is crazy. Um, Yeah, and it just, like, that lifestyle kind of uh, chewed me up and spit me out. You know, I just, like, more, more, more all the time. You know, it didn't matter what it was or where I was or who I was with. It was just never enough, you know, and now my life is... um, completely different um (laughs) and my priorities are completely different and it's really cool even since you then you came out to visit me on on Woodby and did like the little retreat overnight thingy and then uh even I look at those pictures and who you are now it's just the the transformation because you chose to love yourself right right that's what this is all based on is like you decided to get in touch with that little girl do some healing and to love yourself. And what I love about this story is that, like you said, when you were drinking, you always thought of having the band or making the records or, or anything. You thought of it a lot, but now you're doing it. Yeah, it was like my life was just one big empty promise, you know? Like I would just, I would tell people, like, oh yeah, like we're working on recording, oh, we're working on this, oh, we're working on this. When in reality, like uh, my addiction was like the center of my life um it was everything um 
you know, which is unfortunate, but like there's a way out of it. And I'm really glad that I, I found it and I'm working on it. Cause like when we did that, excuse me, when we did that, uh, that shocker reading and like the Reiki thing out at your spot, like, like what a magical experience, you know, I, I think I was like six months sober and, um, you know, still really broken. And I think in a lot of ways I still am broken, but I still, but now I have a, a level clear mind to, you know, face what comes forward. I don't have to react like a crazy person <laughs> to every like small inconvenience anymore you know well and I live so. at a place where there's a sign that says do not enter and <laughs> we're doing the healing stuff and I just thought you know don't go back you know let's just keep moving forward and life can be it is a journey and I love it when we can do it with other people and you finally did find your band and this is your second new release today can I tell you how I met my band sure so in December of 2019, uh, my guitarist at the time, Damon, uh, shout out to him, Damon Lowell, he's amazing. Um, we were playing at uh, Cole's Corner at the little bar there, the Squirrel Tree. I mean, this is like two and a half weeks before I got sober and it's snowy and like we're playing this bar and this couple is sitting at the bar and they're like, when we're done playing, they're like, wow, you guys are amazing. Like, if you ever find yourself on the West side, like we'd love to jam. And I was just like, <laughs> yeah, okay, whatever. Like I'm a rock star, get out of my way. You know, um, paid no attention to it. Um, the lady added me on Facebook and then six months later, I get a message from her and she's like, Hey, I see you're living in Snohomish. Like the offer's still open we'd love to jam with you. And like, we've been playing ever since, you know, like over about a year and a half now we've been playing together and, you know, releasing our second single, like, you know, where uh, rumor has it that we'll be getting into a studio um, in the, in the late winter to record an actual EP in a studio. So. And your bandmates are? Uh, we have Steve Schneider on the lead guitar. He is a godsend. Um, he helps with, uh, he's done all the recording for our, our uh, singles. Um, also plays the saxophone. And we have Billy Cornelius on drums and his wife, Kat Cornelius is on bass. And then of course, Mama Mag's on vocals. And what I, I just listening to this song, of course it was in my head all night, but your voice how lovely it is it was a little bit raspy about two years ago it was still great but the voice <laughs> I, i'm super impressed I was, I was also smoking like a pack and a half of cigarettes a day when i you know when i saw you that time and so you got to figure uh you are now uh working out which you inspired me to join the gym it's two months like tomorrow wow. for me back in the gym so now you're inspiring me and when i see the photos of you and I, you know, that's what I, I love. And, and our, my next guest, guest Anthony Mana, I love it when people grow together, you know, and they change and you get to watch each other. That's what really Facebook's all about is to to kind of give people a shout out when they're doing great. And maybe when they're you, they're missing <laughs> is to, to reach out to them. But, yeah, I'm just just so uh, proud of you. That's what I can say. I'm proud of you, Maggie. Mm, thanks. That means a lot. We've so known each other for a long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and uh, tell me about the song. 
So uh, this song started off like pretty, pretty simple, like just the chord progression. Um, and like, I was trying to get back in touch with my writing because like, you know, my brain was starting to heal. You know, I, I, I brought this song up in, oh, probably like August or September last year. Um, and it's just like transformed into something that's like so much cooler than I could have imagined. Um, you know, thanks to having bandmates with like amazing brains. Um, and talent. And so this song, like, like the chorus, like, did you love me better than her? You know, it's about like how I felt like inferior. Like it's like this twinge of like jealousy, right? Um, and even when I'm crying and crazy, like, you know, it's about somebody specific, you know, I'm not going to get on here and say who it is, <laughs> but it's like, I was, you know, crazy, like out late all the time and a full-blown alcoholic. And I was like, why don't you love me? You know, it's like, like, I would have stayed with you till the end. Um, and then I'm just, I'm just like shocked when like relationships don't work out, you know, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what, what do you mean? And, uh, in reality, like I was the problem, you know? And, um, yeah, and just kind of like, you know, I haven't been in a relationship in a long time and like learning how to love myself, like as cliche as it is, like that's top priority right now. And this song kind of like, you know, the, the line in there where it says but for me healing don't come easy like that's huge like this takes time you know and like figuring out where I went wrong and like where I can make it right you know so, realistically so have you been in a relationship with yourself recently more than other people uh, <laughs> yeah taken <laughs> um <laughs> uh, man yeah uh you know working out and you know, right now I've, I've been doing a lot of, uh, jujitsu, um, and martial arts and like, it's almost this like meditative, like understanding, like how my body moves and how I want it to move and understanding when something is sore and listening to it and, you know, showering every day, making my bed every day, like things like that. Like if I can't do simple things like that for myself, like, how am I, how do I expect to do simple things for somebody else, you know? Well, so. I love it. I love it because it starts with yourself, right? Self-love, then it kind of radiates out and then you attract others. So it's been lovely watching you um, grow. And I tried, and I tried Facebook dating in the in, earlier this year and <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm having fun because I'm like, I have way too much, um, Gosh, I don't have enough time, really. So I love that we're kind of on that same journey and then we're growing together. But yeah, it's super important because people get into relationship after relationship and they don't know themselves, you know? And it's really important that you know you and then you attract other people that are hopefully good for you and then you grow together, just like good bandmates. I think that's perfect practice in relationships right now is your band is, is a sign that you've changed a lot because it sounds yeah like it it attracted you know it attracted what I what I wanted all along you know people that showed up that were kind consistent 
willing to work on the songs, willing to like give ideas, you know, not afraid to like collaborate. Like, you know, I'm, I, I do, you know, I can be a diva, like whatever, but like, I'm also just like, tell me your ideas. Like, this is like our music, you know, but if there's like something I don't like, I'm just kind of like, let's try it this way, you know, and, and everybody's super responsive to that. And it's not, you know, there's no like ownership, you know, going on collaboration uh, i love the word collaboration and that's what i kind of missed with this uh whole couple years is that i couldn't get together with people and work on projects uh which i get to do now that's starting to happen for me but uh the name of the song is better than her and did it just come out it dropped like at uh 10 p.m last night it's officially released today december 17th of 2021 and how can people get that uh, you can find it on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Amazon Music, uh, iTunes. Is that still a thing? Uh, <laughs> There's too many things now. And it's actually a sound on TikTok as well, which is funny because I have TikTok, even though I'm way too old for that. Uh, <laughs> like I just, I'm like, what is this? But uh, yeah, you can find it there um, on Facebook and Instagram. We post updates and whatnot please go there and like our page give us a follow at mama mags band all one word all lowercase mama mags band and then um you got are you you're not going to be playing out you're still making and producing music and that's more important than anything else you're doing right now right yeah correct so we're we're just like it's workshop time like we're just trying to like understand our sound you know what um like what overall like genre we're trying to be, you know what I mean? We're just learning a lot about ourselves. It's like a new relationship, right? And we're like learning, we're writing like two songs right now. Like one of them, like get excited. This is like the love ballad of the century. I'm so excited about the song we're writing right now. Um, and uh, getting in the studio in February or March and like, you know, hashing out um, an album and uh or at least an EP and, you know, getting it out to people so they can start getting hyped on our music that way in the spring, summer, when we do play out, we can start filling some venues. And this is the time of year I always promote the gift of music. You have a musician that you love, go to Bandcamp or their site, whatever, purchase music and and, and spread the love and, and buy something that's meaningful for the people you love. How's that? Yeah, and I'd also like to give a shout out to my buddy Seth uh, Greedo. He lives over in Leavenworth, and he just dropped his first album. Um, it's a uh, I can't even I can't think of the name of the album, <laughs> like because I'm so good at this. Uh, but my buddy Seth, he works really hard, and uh, yeah, he just released the album, and it's amazing. So go well, check it out. Maybe I'll get my music festival a year from now. What do you think? Absolutely. Awesome. Woodby Island. You'll be there. I'm I'm headlining. Let's go. You probably will be headlining. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us, Mama Mags, a.k.a. Maggie Smelser, or is it the other way around? And that's Mama Mags Band on Facebook. Go there or Instagram. Uh, connect and uh, get to know Maggie and watch her journey. Excellent. Thanks, Dina. Thanks, Teddy. Thanks, Anthony. Yeah. Bye. Stay tuned. You'll be come, coming back with more Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie.
your spirits with me, Dina Marie, on Whidbey Island. I'll be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul. Retreats include a healing session for your body, your mind, and your spirit. You receive a Reiki session plus a chakra reading, experience a labyrinth in the woods, take a walk on the beach, and enjoy downtown Langley with me. Retreats are customized for you or a group of friends. You can visit dina-marie.com to connect with me today. Island time is waiting for you. So are you ready to have a major breakthrough in your life? Marlo Williams, a certified life coach and TLT practitioner, transforms lives, moving her clients from apathy to happiness, from stress to balance, from uncertainty to total confidence and more. Marlo will help you identify the one breakthrough point you can change to live life in more harmony with your true self. It is life-changing. Sign up for a complimentary session at MarlaWilliams.net and experience the magic of moving from stuckness into a life you love. Do you have a hard time letting go, letting go of your stuff? Are you thinking of moving? Maybe you have a house full of things that you no longer want but need help getting rid of it? Call me, Dina Marie, at 425-350-5448. I'll help you go through your past, get rid of it, and move on to a brighter future. That's Dina at Dina-Marie.com. Reach out to me and lift your spirits. Are you planning your next move? We know it can be stressful, but at a swift move, you can relax and leave the work to us. You can put your mind at ease that your personal items will be safe throughout the entire moving process. To get a free quote from licensed professionals so you can compare and save, call us at 425-309-0577. That's 425-309-0577. So make your next move a swift one and give us a call. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 a.m. KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries. You can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. Make it a great day. Keep your dial on Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back. You're li- listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. I've been gone for a while, so I didn't know how to intro and exit the- for my breaks. Jeez. <laughs> it's like riding a bike. You'll be right back. Well, I'll be doing the third Friday from now on, and off and on I'll be doing the fifth. And I, I want to thank Marla, um, uh, Gretchen, and also Kasara for uh, doing to, uh, the Lift Your Spirits radio with me. Uh, as I reinvented myself, now I kind of have direction, and I'm going towards uh, doing some uh, work with my son, also healing um, on the island and at in Linwood. I got a new office, so I just did my first reading and Reiki. So I'll be talking more about that on other shows. But for now, I have to bring up a friend of mine I met over a year ago. Professor Anthony Manna was on my show, um, and he is an author, and we'll talk about that in a minute. 
But the best part about it is I enjoyed talking to him so much that I asked him after the show if we could just continue visiting. And as we started this one hour a week conversation over the phone, uh, he bought my book, Our Energy Matters. And through this year, he read it and he just brought it back to life for me. And then he had some a reading with me and he had some writer's block. But during this, he started writing these amazing Writings. I, thought, I don't even know what to call them. They almost feel like songs to me. And um, they inspired me. So we've been doing our, our calls continuously. And then he asked if we could do a YouTube each week. So we've been doing a, Our Energy Matters with Anthony Manna and Dina Marie for over 20 weeks. Um, and it just, oh gosh, every time we talk, I get so inspired. And I feel like my spirits are lifted. So um, joining me this morning is Professor Anthony Manna. Now, hello. <laughs> So glad to be here. Yeah. Talk about lifting one's spirits. It's mine too, you know. <laughs> and I can feel it in my heart. You know, I feel it. It's that one once a week kind of lift, like when I used to be able to teach or do my healing sessions, like all the time. But it, it brings me pure joy to have our conversations. And so th during this time, uh, you started doing writings. Do you want to share your writing, one of them? Yes, I do. And I, I think the thing is, I I am I have been writing books for children. And um, I met you that way because you had me on, on your show when I when I introduced my book, Lucas in the Game of Chance, for 8 to 12 years old or whatever, whoever, whomever. <laughs> you know, and I just, I started reading your book and I just realized I don't know anything about this. And I'm an old guy and I love learning. You know, I am, after all, a former a retired professor. So I must like to learn, you know, and here I am. And I, I can't stop, you know, because every time I turn a page, I come to another, what's most important to me are your stories about healing because I needed that. So let me read one of my first, one of my first, um, movements into your world, your domain, your celestial domain, and I call it discovering crystal energy. Old guy still writing, old guy at a threshold. My dictionary tells me a threshold is a point of entry or beginning, or, or it tells me this, the magnitude or intensity that must be exceeded for a certain reaction, phenomenon, result, or condition to occur or be manifested. So I see myself standing there as my intensity of thought, feeling, promise is about to step into and then ex exceed a revelation that charges into a, a reaction, a phenomenon, a result, a condition exactly of late. I'm wonder captivated by the energy within me brought on, and then I say, no, it's uncovered by gazing into prisms of mildly electrified multicolored crystals, burnished rocks, spiritual earth found endowed pieces of unearthed earthy consciousness waiting at my threshold's point of entry, beckoning a touch, a choice of which sets, sets off my very own personal reaction, phenomenon, result, or condition as guided, willed, read, deliberated by the angel-blessed spirit mentor, counselor, confidant, tutor, teacher, guru, consulted, Dina Marie. 
I hereby name you Magic Lady of West Coastal Currents, riding the storm, riding high the phenomenal winds of safe being, protected, nurtured self, or yes, selves, emerging, transforming, discovering within the solemnity of her sacrosanct booked, our energy matters, the art of crystal reading, how to manifest your heartfelt intentions. It's a book suffused with healing colors, startle energies, soul stories, spirit memories, old guy learning, learning. Magic lady of the ecstasy, spread, brightened, brighten, again spread your healing colors. Illuminate seekers like me, wanderers like me, nomads like me, of souls splintered by high wire acts of remorse, conviction, incarceration by mindlessness. And I could stop there to take a break. <laughs> well, I do want to say, so the best thing is when we first started, it was phone calls. And I would probably be walking and we've been talking. And when you, without, we have, we're on Zoom right now so we can see each other. But when I could just hear that, I would paint pictures in my mind's eye. And what I realized with our last uh, meeting is that you helped me keep my intuition intact. You helped me. My voice told me to call you every week and start talking chakra talk, right? But what happened is when you would read that to me, you'd help me see pictures in my mind's eye. And with what's going on, you know, sometimes we hit our third eye because we don't want to see what's going on. You know, we don't want to be there, but we need that because it gives us direction. And so when you painted pictures, like I could see myself at the water or I could, you know, I could see angels. It's, I, I, I have to say, that's why books are so important. Reading books, right? Without pictures, because then you're giving your third eye that prescription we're always talking about, right? The chakra prescriptions. So uh, anyways, you, you helped me, and I can see it now. See, ha, 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 I can't see it now. Why Spirit wanted us to converse? Because we're both getting healing out of this. And uh, I think I do an Our Energies Matters tip of the week, and this one is practicing self-love. So as we work through the chakras, what did you learn? Oh, so what did I learn? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I, I mean, I can, I can go on. I can just say uh, sparks of truth-telling. A labyrinth of search, find, gain, loss, warmth, cold, light, dark, move, stop, cease, cease there in the opening of the worth of you, the angel of you. I, I just, when I hear in this book about love yourself, that is such a revelation to me. I should tell people, you know, I don't put any religion down ever because everybody needs their own journey. But growing up as a Catholic, the whole idea of loving yourself was really not talked about very much. And then I joined the priesthood. I went into a monastery in, in, uh, in silence. A lot of it was silence. And it was mostly castigation. You know, and I was splintering myself all over the place and came to the light uh, of knowing that there was something missing there. It was, an, it was an abyss. And so people often say to me, well, why did you leave? After all, you were almost ordained. Well, I was very close to getting there, uh, but I, I knew that there was something missing. And I think now that I'm, I'm going through the chakras and not only going through the chakras with you, but also we talk a lot about when 
a chakra is blocks. So blockages have been a real revelation to me. It's like that threshold door opening. And what did you, what do you say in your book? You say, you come to a door, you have to open it. You, you have to walk to through the door, knock and you, and you shall receive all that stuff. <laughs> right, right, But yeah, the threshold, that's where you were, right? Waiting, I think waiting, you know, and I think that uh, it's providential that um, all of a sudden I have your book in my hand and I'm, I'm, I'm revealing to myself um, illuminations uh, that I never, I never would have imagined, you know, and so it's, and I'm still learning. And I, the, the, the joy of this would be if I could come out there for a healing, you know, and I never, I didn't know what you meant in your title by crystal reading. I thought, what is, what does that mean? You know, and so then I started probing that with you and we even did a, a few Zooms of you know of giving people the sense of what does that mean because sometimes it can see it can be otherworldly or too mystical you know although i do feel that way i mean i i, I call you lady grace i call you a celestial guardian you know because it does bring me into a spiritual place again that is exciting to me and also very healing and when we first started uh, we were talking about intention setting and, and gratitude but, you know, praying for yourself is one. But you, when someone's crown chakra is open, that's where we start with the intention work and gratitude. They look up. And you were taught in the priesthood to look down. And I remember, oh, yeah, oh yeah just breaking through some of the things that were, you know, to look up was a, a big deal. To, to ask for yourself was a big deal. Uh, we, you know, there's also uh, letting go of the past that we've worked through. But each chakra has a prescription. You call it a dose, which I love. Um, like I said, you're bringing my book back to life for me. And you're also pointing out uh, stories that I've told and, and people I've met and worked with. So this is just like reinventing. I said I was going to reinvent myself, but I think you've reinvented, you know, what I'm, I did. And I'm now moving forward in a different fashion. But that whole heart chakra and self-love and uh, – you now what your intentions are to love yourself or to be kind to yourself. I love that. Yes. Yeah. The kindness is, is also, I mean, I, I put that into my meditation each day is, you know, because you, we, we talked a lot about uh, what, what is your intention for the day, you know, and, uh, and, and sometimes it's just uh, treating myself well, you know, and not, not constantly uh, criticizing my writing uh, is it good enough? Am I good enough? You know, I'm just saying I'm good enough. My writing is good enough. I'm here. I'm now. We've talked a lot about that whole concept in your book about coming back to the revelation of the day, of the hour, of the minute. Uh, you've talked about name five things that you're thankful for. What a revelation that is because I could get up in the morning and go, bleh, <laughs> nothing good, nothing good, you know, and then just to think of the five things, and sometimes it, it, it's a little challenging, what can I, how can I come up with five, five things, five people, five progressions, and uh, once it starts, it's okay, and then I can carry on with my day in a very positive way. Well, and a great way to shut your, your uh, third eye, which is, you know, right here between your eyes, your uh, brow chakra is to turn the television on first thing and focus on something super negative. And then we're not looking up anymore. We're actually looking down. 
and there's no answers down. We, you know, it's, it's just this weird thing when I see someone's crown chakra, they just look up. And, and that's when um, energy starts to go through your crown chakra, the top of your head. And then you get inspiration. You get aha moments. Uh, I've been, it's so cool because I'm, I'm, I'm back. I can feel my, my voice. It's, you know, it's just one small, still voice. And I'm re- reading this book. It's the Course in Miracles. It's called The Holy Spirit. But it doesn't even matter what you call it. It's just that you know you have some guidance from above. So the chakras start with your crown chakra on the top of your head. Uh, that's when you look up and you get an aha moment, an idea, which is like, oh, why don't Anthony and I call each other once a week? Oh, that's kind of weird. Okay, I'm going to ask him. Why not? So it was an idea. I looked at it in my mind's eye. I called you with my throat chakra. And I said, Anthony, how would you like to talk on the phone? I don't even know why I said an hour once a week. So we started. And then my voice was like, oh, we should just do chakra work. Because that's when we were all kind of locked inside and we couldn't do the things we wanted to do. So we started doing that. So it started as an idea. Then we kind of focused on it. We used our throat chakra to communicate our idea. And then we put our heart and soul into it. So not only did we say we would do it, we physically showed up. We did it. So we wanted it. That's your heart when you put the feelings behind it. And your uh, solar plexus below your heart is when you physically, like we have a time we meet, and we always meet at that time. We've never not. (laughs) You know, there's a lot of people that don't show up, but we do it, and we communicate very well. So that's the power chakra. We're on the dance floor, you and I. And the sacral chakra, which is uh, in your hip area, that's when you're dancing with another person. It's a relationship. You and I work well together. We've grown together, just like Maggie and I. And then the root chakra is when you sit down and you finalize an idea. And what came out of it were these Zoom calls. And then you started taping them. And now they're on YouTube. And you helped me with an idea I had of, like, me, me taking my work to a different level, which would mean getting in front of a camera, which was super hard for me. But the first yeah. two or three we worked, that's a be- blessing. You and I worked on it together. The videos got better. We learned how to intro and exit, and now we're just kind of dancing, right? We're Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers. <laughs> no, I, I, I think that's so important because I know we both love dance, and dance is part of my history, the lack thereof, the, the, the being refused by, their, by, by the folks around me, you know, I wanting to dance. And I think that, uh, that I think there is, a, there is a part of this, which is just the movement thereof. Um, and I think that uh, I'm... I, I'm I'm back into yoga, which is movement, and I'm I'm doing sometimes what I do with the yoga class that I take on YouTube is I go into my own movement, you know, and and I just the other night I dreamt of choreographing, you know, and I think maybe I might be able to become the first seventy-year-old guy who chore choreographs. <laughs> well, let's talk about one of our calls. Gosh, mid last year. Uh, I was at the park, and you you brought up the elementals. You were into the part with the elementals, which is fire, water, earth, and air. And then you had said, I have this, I could see this dance. And then, because we're on the phone, you painted a picture of what these dancers would be doing. Again, here you're helping me keep my third eye open, which I just figured out yesterday, um, because that's where my intuition is. And then you're seeing yourself in your mind's eye actually physically in this performance. And one of your writings was about that. Probably one of your first writings was about the elementals. Oh, that was so much fun. <laughs> yeah, no. And, and uh, then I saw, I remember early on too, I talked about the fact that I live on eight acres uh, and, and I'm in a log cabin. I look out my window and beyond it, I see these patterns. And to me, that's what dance is all about. 
you know, it's this, it's this thrust upward, this thrust sideways, it's the leaf, the leaf changing, the leaf, the leaf shivering, you know, and it's just so astounding to me that even in my old age, I can feel the vibrancy of the dance to, you know, to keep moving, to stay in the moment, because what every, every dancer is not going to leave the moment. You leave the moment, you'll fall out on stage or among the audience or something. So you've got to, you've got to stay there. Well, and the beauty of that day is I was sitting in my car and as you were talking and, and, and reading what you'd written, I, I saw the trees move and they were, dan- you know, it's like all of a sudden you and I were in the same multiverse. You were, and the clouds were coming through and I could, I could see the dance of nature. I could see the movement. And I, I guess that's what I, and this is all a revelation just like in the last couple of days is that our conversations that were uplifting and we were learning kept that part of ourselves that I believe in a lot of people, it's closed. You know, walking by the television, reading something negative, going to work and people being down and depressed or not being able to go to work. All these things that, you know, close your upper chakras that give you direction through these uh, interactions with you over a year plus have kept me in tune. (laughs) Yeah, in tune. Yeah, (laughs) I'm I'm in tune. And, you know, without it, it just would have been kind of... um, uh, gosh, I, I would have hated it. So I want to thank you for that. But also, I know through our calls, you went through health issues. Oh, yeah, lots of them, you know, and uh, and just kept uh, wanting to come back. I mean, even when I was in the hospital on my back, you know, uh, I wanted to get back to, 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 to you know, to your book. Um, and uh, it was so spiritually gratifying each time as it is, as it continues to be. Uh, I mean, because I just, you know, like the one, just the other day, I found that that whole section on this healing relationship you had with this one woman, um, you know, and it was back and forth, back and forth. And it was like, I, I, I felt like I was watching a film, you know, of, of people kind of skirting around each other, you know, and then and then it, it almost became its own kind of dance. You know, I could see it on stage as, you know, you're going forward, you're going backward, you're reaching out, you're reaching out, and then she turns away, you know, and then you keep persistent with, uh, you know, keep persisting with the chakras and with the with the colors, you know, what choices we make, uh, which is so revealing to me um, that I feel uplifted. <laughs> and it's it's the combination. So I can teach people how to do these readings, but... The chakras, and this is playful because it started as a kid's game. It's the colors of the rainbow. And when you pick seven rocks, whatever color is missing is the blocked chakra. So that's where you get your prescription. And for instance, if Anthony's missing his power chakra, which is yellow below your heart, or his uh, throat and his throat chakra, which is turquoise blue right here in his throat, that means he's, well, he's a writer. So he's not expressing himself, he feels powerless. Uh, and you were missing your your writers group. You were missing reading to children. There's, that's certainly a, a major, like, obvious thing. But those are the chakras that during our time together, you opened up. We spoke to each other. We talked about how we felt. You went back to your childhood. Uh, yellow is the fire chakra. You burnt something. What did you burn? Well, we talked about I had a journal that I had been keeping uh, during a very um, – bleak period of my life because I was involved in a relationship that was uh, detrimental to my soul. And um, 
I told you about this. I said, I just, they're haunting me because they're on the shelf in my studio. And he said, why don't you burn them? And I thought, oh my gosh, lady, are you nuts? Burn my journals? And then it dawned on me, of course, because I also have these Tibetan uh, papers that people burn in prayer that uh, I, I have a, a collection of them that I usually get in head shops or something, you know? And I save these because every once in a while I burn one or two because it's like a spiritual offering. And so I, I'm doing that with the pages of my journal. You know, I'm just, I take them out a little bit at a time and I don't want to start a fire in my neighborhood. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I could see my, but it was my journal officer. That's all it was. It was, it was, it was just, I was getting rid of somebody in my life. Please don't arrest me. You know, he's like, but what? <laughs> it, it, you know, but it, it really was a, a magical uh, revelation to, to know that you could take that part of your life and it's okay to let it go, you know, and uh, that's uh a little bit of what I'm learning from the Buddhists, especially Thich Nhat Hanh, when he says we don't have to live in those memories. It's okay to go past them, and you know, move move into this moment, this moment right now, and then move forward. And, and that's, that's what I yeah. And that's saw. what I was thinking with Maggie because it just really popped up like the the sign: don't go, like don't enter, don't go backwards. Okay, keep moving forward because you know we could be hard on ourselves. You know that. Self-love also has to do with self-forgiveness. And like, we'll, we'll talk about the heart chakra. It's, I call it, it's pink and it's green. So green is, it's a balancing act between the two colors. Pink is when you give to yourself and green is when you give to others. It has to be balanced because otherwise you become a martyr if you give too much. If you uh, are not giving to other people, of course, that's, you know, a whole nother issue. That's super selfishness. But when we've made mistakes in our past, and I'm kind of going with that. I'm kind of mad at myself for making decisions, maybe p- keeping people in my life too long that weren't good for me. And I knew it, but I felt more for them than I did for myself. So now you and I get to go back with, we're learning to say no. <laughs> when we don't want to do something, we're learning to say no. I just did that yesterday. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> and it felt like I had gone to confession. And it was like, uh, absolve yourself, absolve yourself. Now go forward. And they, they changed my name in the monastery. How original brother Christian. And I thought, come on, give me, I want Salvatore or <laughs> Giuseppe or something, you know? Yeah. Um, but you know, and then with the, you know, and that, but that's okay. I mean, if it felt like a confession, that's okay because it's a cleansing to me, you know, and, uh, and it was to, 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 I, I was, I was giving up another responsibility that I really didn't want to take on at this time. You know why? Because one of the things that's happening and it's so good is that the story that I'd been working on that I kind of left abandoned when COVID came because I was, I did have COVID. I got attacked by it and then went on to a surgery, et cetera. I want to go back, you know, and I, I, so what I did was I gave the mother in the story a song about the sea, you know, and I'm working on it. And every time I go back to it, I can see where I'm going with it. I'm, I want to be out there. I want to be on those waves. I want to be on that, that boat you know, and, uh, and the water is, is not so rough as it used to seem to be, you know. Do you remember, I, I now remember saying it, you said, I, I have writer's block, I just can't get this finished. And I said, well, maybe you, you have things that have to happen to you to get the juices back into writing. And you mm-hmm. have had a lot, a lot of ups and downs in this, uh, our year of conversations. Um, and you've learned a lot. So I, I feel now you actually have what it takes to write again. 
So sometimes we, I guess we don't go back as much as we sit still for a while and, and, and learn some things and add to our, uh, okay, we tune up our musical instrument and then we move ahead. And I think the whole self-love thing for you was just, even when you were super well, not well, you still thought you had to do things for other people. Yeah, and I think that I still do because there are times when I want to rather than when I feel obligated to. And I think that that, that has been also, you know, and, and I have a partner who tells me um, in, guide, in guidance, I mean, it's a wonderful experience because he'll say to me, you, you know, do, um, it's okay. It's, you know, you, you, you've done a lot. Let it go a little bit. That's okay. Take a breath. You know, take, take the day off. Or, you know, do, do, do a little bit more yoga or some, do something, you know, because, and it's very satisfying. And because see, it, to me, it was always, well, that's being very selfish, you know, and yeah, it is. It's selfish. You know? <laughs> and, and, you, and your new intention is to be kind to yourself. And yes. I, I, I want to bring this up because I forget it's the holy days because I'm always like, every day is a holy day for me. So this is a time of year and plus people are making up for last year. I, I see them. They're out doing things. They're going. They're spending money. Uh, it's super, super dark. Yet they're they're getting in their cars and driving. And this is the the week to celebrate yourself and give yourself a gift of self care and self love. It's yeah. hibernating holiday. This is the darkest time of year. It's mid. It's almost winter for us. Stop. Reflect. Nurture yourself. Eat some soup for God's sakes and sleep in. <laughs> <laughs> but absolutely do, don't get in your car knowing that you have to use your credit card to go buy presents for people you don't even know because you feel bad about it or feel guilty or whatever. This is this is the time to give yourself permission to shine. You know, buy yourself. Somebody said that yesterday. I'm buying this for myself. I'm like, good for you. <laughs> you know, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's just, this is a what is this called? This is a corporate uh, holiday. Anyways, I mean, what it's really about is the return of the sun. Or if you want to, of Jesus, S-U-N or S-O-N. I don't care what you want to do, but, or the birth of, the birth of the sun. So, you know, let's get back to uh, nature. Let's get back to being healthy. Because when you overdo it, what happens? Ah, a lot <laughs> of <your> things. <laughs> You'll regret it. And, and that's why I quit the, the whole big gift giving thing. Because I, I literally was sick every December 26th. I mean, I can, and then we started getting uh, videos and you could hear me sniffling or, or sneezing. <laughs> yeah. I was still performing. Remember, let's talk about performing. Yeah. 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 I mean, no, I, I, I just, I can't believe you're saying that it's so revelatory to me and also just right on target because I just thought there was this moment when I wanted to send something to my son and my grandsons who are so far away from me. They're in Arizona. I'm in Ohio. And I started getting really panicked. I'm not going to get it out on time. I'm not going to get it out on time. It's not going to get. And then I thought, you know what? I really, who just it, put your heart into it for a happy new year. <laughs> yeah. you know I mean? So what if it gets there, you know, beyond the Christmas tree, they don't even have a Christmas tree because they're not even celebrating Christmas in that way. Yeah. You know, so it, it was, it, it was a spark for me, you know, to, uh, give that up in a way you know there's you don't have to do the big box you don't have to do anything you said on our youtube the other day that you could you can write a letter on paper and send it to someone saying you know i love you 
<laughs> I mean, oh, actually, that's what my kids pull out because I, I don't give gifts anymore. But my oldest daughter, she loves to pull out something I've written, and then she'll she'll take a picture of it and send it send it to me. But last Christmas, she brought it, and you know, it was like a couple years ago. But that she's gonna keep that forever. I don't know what I bought her when she's little. She doesn't have it now. It doesn't really matter. But I really do think it it is the small things. It really is, and most of the things are free that that people hold on to over a lifetime. Yeah, we need to simplify. There. Here we go. <laughs> but uh, so we have a YouTube, and it's at anthonymanabooks.com. Yes. And we do it every week, and they're about twenty minutes long. Sometimes they're less, uh, but we have a lot to say, don't we? Well, it's it's it's. I love to go back and listen to some of them. I mean, they're just. It's. Uh, I, I stop and I think, is that me? Tis I, tis I, said said Caesar. <laughs> well, you, you liked Debbie Downer. I, I have all these ways of explaining oh, the chakras, but I, each chakra I did a Debbie Downer or I, a cat, Chatty Kathy or whatever these, the throat chakra and the brow chakra, whatever. But yeah, that's one, heartless. That's one of my favorite parts of that book is when you created those characters. I can almost, I almost see them like puppets, <laughs> you know, marionettes or hand puppets that are just talking to adults. Well, and you were saying, you know, you, you identify with Debbie Downer because you have days that, that when you don't set your intentions and you don't have your gratitude attitude, that things don't go very well. Mm -hmm. But that's the best part about I love that you're reinventing or reintroducing me to my book and we're going to carry on. So January, uh, December 31st, we're going to do our part two, our energy matters with Anthony Manna and Dina Marie. And we'll bring up some of the uh, maybe uh, we'll do talk about readings and some of the stories in the book, but you could go to our YouTube, uh, uh, Our Energy Matters with Anthony Manna and Dina Marie on anthonymannabooks.com or it's um, on YouTube under Anthony Manna. Yeah, I think if you if you go to, um, let's see, uh, if you go to Our Energy Matters, I think on YouTube as well, because you know, YouTube has that variety of ways of Oh. checking something out oh yeah and then um you can like my lift your spirits with dina marie facebook I, I share it there or dina marie um but yeah i am super stoked to continue on with this and i'm so glad that we uh continue our dance together um i have to say uh we're gonna end the show with maggie's song uh but again join us december 31st for new year's and anthony and i will be back absolutely all right i'll talk to you next week Aloha. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So we're going to end with uh, Mama Mags, the Mama Mags band, uh, her new song, Better Than Her. And then, uh, yeah, we'll uh, have, have a happy solstice, Christmas, new uh, whatever it is that you want to celebrate. Uh, thank you, Benny. All right. Here we go.